Thank you for listening to this latest episode in Being Salt and Light in the 21st Century. And this episode is called Family Discipleship. Sometimes I think we can think about being salt and light in terms of work colleagues, neighbours, friends, and we can forget about the very obvious starting place for making disciples, being disciples, and that's in our own home. And those of us who are parents have the responsibility and privilege to be able to instruct our own children in the ways of the Lord. I caught up with Nick and Sarah and had a conversation with them about some of the things that they've done in their own family discipleship. Hopefully you'll find this useful if you have children. If you don't or your children are old now, please do listen. I think you'll find it really helpful, encouraging to hear what Nick and Sarah have been doing, but also use this as an opportunity to pray for the families in our church that we would be people who are truly uh, making disciples of our children and we would be salt and light in the 21st century. So Nick and Sarah, just for the benefit of anyone that's listening that's not from our church family, just very briefly tell us who you are and what children you have. Go on, Nick. I'll let you kick us off. Um, I'm Nick. I was brought here when I was two weeks old and haven't been to another church. I've just grown up around the area. Um, and now this year I'm coming up to 40. Um, Sarah decided to come here um, because we felt that it was the best thing to do to serve the church here um, about how many years ago? Yeah, so I started off going to Brim Baptist Church and when we got engaged, Christmas 2000, we made a commitment then to come here together. Um, and now we've got two children, um, Abigail's 13, Christopher's 12. Excellent. So that's quite a while uh, in, a, in the same church and um, having children brought up through church. Uh, that's really helpful for us just to know a bit of background. So just talk us through, we're thinking about being salt and light in our own homes and just talk us through what you've done that's been good and also maybe it's been bad in regards to just family discipleship seeking to present Jesus to both Abigail and Christopher down through the years because you guys have got slightly older children than some of the families in church at the moment and so it'd be really helpful for us all to learn from you guys and that doesn't mean we just need to hear successes we're happy to hear things that could have been better as well because that's going to be really helpful for us so well, if we start with what, what hasn't gone well, um, there was a phase in my life where I was obsessed with work mm. and proving my worth that way. And that took its toll on our family, on our kids. And they still point back to that to a time when I just wasn't really around. Okay. Yeah. So I'd, I'd say that was a real low point yeah. spiritually for me, for our family yeah. as a spiritual entity. Um, so I'd, I'd advise 
getting your priorities right yeah. um, because putting work first is definitely not the way Sh- to Let me just interrupt there, Nick. This is a bit of a, a rabbit warren, but let's go for it. What really helped you to like for your priorities to change? Was it a specific or was it just a gradual thing? Or was there a specific thing that turned things around, so to speak, in that area? I think I had... God needed to say a big no to the yeah. direction I was going in yeah. because I wanted to be in school leadership, which meant out the door at six in the morning, yeah. coming back through the door at sometimes seven at yeah. night or later, yeah. and then working at the weekends. Yeah. And I had to get the call to say, no, you're not going to have a job on that team. Yeah. And so it kind of came crashing down. So a bit painful yes. to go through, yeah. but looking back... It, it was Amazing. the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I'm in a very different place. Yeah, that's great. Sorry I interrupted you and maybe have knocked you off your chain of thought so we can get it back. So that was the bad. And then you were challenging us to get good priorities. And then what's flowed from that that's been... Well, I think the good thing out of that was that Sarah was the one who was there at home yeah. with the kids who saw this as a priority. Yeah. So it was Sarah who kept yeah. that train on the rails if you like when yeah. I wasn't around. so that's good so what did you do at that point then Sarah what sort of things were you doing with the the children yeah I mean we've, we've always done stories at night so we've always yeah. included bible stories whenever we're doing reading at night and yeah. prayers before bed and things so they've, they've done that from being very young um we also one thing that we did do when they were about six or seven as soon as they could start to read we got them a bible that was in the a bit more simple language yeah. that they really liked reading like Christopher's was like some explorer thing with a lizard yeah. on the front and Abigail's was all full of little jewels and things a yeah. princess bible whatever that they both loved to read um, and then we asked them probably around the time that, that Nick's talking now I asked them just to pick a bible book that they'd not really thought, mm. thought about before because sometimes in Sunday schools you can get the, the same stories um, yeah. and they miss out on huge chunks Um Oh, one thing we did do when we when they were younger, we had a read the Bible in a year, but for kids. So it went through lots of different stories that you wouldn't necessarily get in your picture book Bible mm, kind of stories. Yeah. So that, that was one good thing. And then around this time, um, I asked them just to pick a Bible book. So um, Christopher picked Revelation. <laughs> so nice and straightforward for you guys to help, yeah. help him yeah. through. So then I was having to read some, some commentary on it at the same time as trying to, because yeah. we, we used to like read the, the passage and then give them a bit more of a synopsis of this is kind of the main theme. So yeah. if you get lost in the, uh, I don't know, picture language or, or whatever of that. I can't remember what Abigail picked. She definitely did Joshua and I remember going uh, through Judges, Judges with her, going through Esther with her. Yeah. And they just they just pick different books and it, it just brings up all sorts it with does. some of those books. It it, uh, Christopher went through Ezekiel. Ezekiel. He loves yeah. the army bones. Yeah. Sorry, the yeah. I mean that, <laughs> that that actually could be a whole different um interview like things regarding like sexuality and um you know just even marriage and all things like that when you're reading through books of the bible mm. so it's not like you have a talk at a certain age it's just mm. things are coming up yeah and age appropriately you can help to understand those things yeah. as you go in yeah rather than kind of gearing up to some big kind of awkward they're conversation both, they're both really inquisitive yeah and we'll We'll just chat through, and we've yeah. uh, we've always made it a point to be very open about yeah. what the Bible says about things, even if it's not a co- the most comfortable conversation, yeah, and just going for it. And it's interesting because you can read a passage with a child, and they might not pick up on the word that is going to lead them. But then on another occasion, 
yeah. they might really want to drill down on that and yeah. and that's one of the helpful things about reading through books mm-hmm. isn't it anyway sorry sarah yeah. i keep interrupting go again um and then more recently we've done um you know the books that we had through church so the one that we did we did two at christmas yeah one after the one year after the other and then we've done recently the one at easter and we will so we do that as a family we read the chapter uh, at tea time lockdowns really help because we've we've been eating tea together mm-hmm. every time um which we don't normally um, have the opportunity mm-hmm. to do so we could read that at night time and then explain that mm-hmm. another thing we've done is the uh, the names of jesus that was at christmas and yeah. you, you just have like a little card that you just gives a name of jesus and then you, you pin it on something yeah. to have up during the christmas season and there was a similar one at easter that 10 of those did which had a nice little card of um, like working up to the easter I think that the work that ten of those has done and the the direction that they're going in in providing helpful mm. stuff, I don't think it's ever been easier to get no. the right resources. It's the desire having the desire to do it <clears throat> as a family, but also like trying to get your kids to have that desire. So like yeah. the other night it was a really nice point. I went into Christopher's room and said, Oh, do you want to pray together before yeah. before you go to sleep? And he was like, I've already done it. Like that's great. Really? Oh, he's like, yeah. I normally I just come to bed and I, and I pray. That's amazing. And, and that's that's the the, the goal that yeah. they, it just comes naturally. So so one like with with children like a lot of us probably are at the stage where we are very overseeing everything. Mm. And I guess for you guys seeing that change that transition from you're leading everything to them doing it. Mm. So it goes from this is almost I don't know what the right word is but very controlled. But then the characters form in, in in your two, which means they have that desire when the safeguards aren't there, or not the safeguards, but those stabilizers. Yeah, yeah. that's gone, but they're still staying on the bike, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, so how how has, has that just happened naturally, or have you done something to encourage? I think giving them an element of choice yeah. in it, like choosing what so that gives the Bible a bit of responsibility and ownership. And, yeah, and yeah. giving them a selection of things to read from, and they can pick and choose. Yeah. I think has been helpful. Um, I think as well like on, a, on a Sunday night we were always here Sunday night because we were playing in the band um, and there's not necessarily something for the kids to do yeah. unless one person misses out on the service and just takes them yeah. downstairs so we used to just let them pick um, some kind of Bible book like Christopher loves the Action Bible Minecraft Bible we've got a Bible infographic for kids he loves all that kind of thing Abigail's much more Bible journaling um, yeah. coloring in the kind of verses and things and, and that is much more helpful for her so we, we encourage them to bring those kind of things yeah. with them to the service and they do carry that on at home um oh diver disciple as well for christopher those yeah books are really good yeah um yeah in the same format as like diary of a wimpy kid and things that kids read all the time yeah and we're, we're not sponsored by 10 of those but that is a good place <laughs> to that is a good place to go there's great resource at 10 of those and there doesn't yeah. tend to be things that are rubbish it's well produced isn't it and yeah. theologically yeah. helpful um so 10 of those would be a great place to go if you if you are struggling for resources i think pulling coming back to something else uh, you said earlier as well nick just that desire to do it it's i think personally speaking just resolving in your mind that that family devotion is just it's not it's a non-negotiable it's something that you aim to do mm. every day and just make it part of the habit of every day i think is a, a really helpful thing to do and, and different things work for different people so you guys were saying how it's in the evening at tea time that works mm. i know you still go to work pretty early nick yeah. don't you um like so for us we do breakfast time we're always all together at breakfast so about half seven ish we 
do some form of devotion then. But it's working out what works for your family and sticking with it. Just one more thing. What about general discipleship? So we're acknowledging, and you've already touched on this uh, briefly, Sarah, um, we're acknowledging that it is more than just sitting down and reading the Bible or different books with your family. There is a general discipleship. There's a general serving in churches. And I know you two model that really well to your children. And do you encourage that as well? Or is it primarily through modeling it? Which is excellent. I don't think that's like a second, you know, she can't give away what you don't have. Uh, but do you encourage that as well? Or is it just, again, quite a natural thing? I think they've grown up seeing us working in the church mm. but also the, the big thing for us is that we've picked something to do together which mm. is ccyc mm. um for those who don't know what that is it's cumbria christian youth camp yeah. which happens once a year um so they've been brought up as part of that mm. and they get to see us very much like in the front line of mm. that being our ministry mm. um other than that we've tried to encourage them to come along to stuff and mm. obviously that is non-negotiable when they're really young yeah but in increasingly now it's nice to see them beginning to get involved yeah in stuff and god willing that that'll be a, a model that they will continue and, and just a little story don't want to embarrass abigail if she listens to this but uh, i asked her to read via i think sarah or nick a few weeks ago and it was like it wasn't really what she wanted to do but um through a little bit of persuasion or maybe she volunteered for it it was something that she ended up doing um, which I think is really great for parents to just be saying there is a way to serve. And of course, we want to put round pegs in round holes, so we don't want to be forcing people to do things they don't want to do. Um, and that's addressed to me, not to you guys, by the way. But I just love that attitude. And so thank you for being a great godly example in what you're doing with your children and being an example to us all, that even though this maybe isn't the thing I want to do, to serve King Jesus is something that you can do. Um, and that is a great attitude to have. I don't know if there's anything else you want to add before we... I was just going to add about Christopher with the drumming. So oh, yeah. He, he loves yeah. drumming and he goes through seasons of, of really enjoying it and, and then not so much. Um, and obviously during lockdown, we did a lot of um, recording songs and things. Um, and some weeks he was he was very up for it and other weeks he, <laughs> yeah. was, he was not so much of a sort of last yeah. thing that he wanted yeah. to do on a Tuesday night or a Monday night whenever we wanted to do it. Uh, but that was something that we said to him, look, it's, it's not something maybe that we want to do that night. You know, yeah. we could think of other things, but it was for a blessing for the church. Yeah. Um, so we always encouraged him. And even on a Sunday morning now, some weeks he, he doesn't really want to play, yeah. although he's got that gift. And we, so we say to him, look, you know, God's giving you this gift. You need to use it for the benefit of the church. That's so helpful because if we only do things when we want to do them, we this is the whole wrong attitude, isn't it? And, yeah. and actually the blessing comes through when you don't want to. Just one thing I will mention as well off the back of, of what you're saying there. I, I find as well with children, sometimes there can be a time when you feel like there's an openness or a spiritual like hunger and other times there's not. I mean, we were going down the motorway and Joshua asked some really profound question. I'm talking about it. The next thing like, oh, there's a river over there. And it's like, <laughs> just when you said about Christopher, like sometimes he's, he's there, he's wanting to do the drum, other times mm -hmm. maybe not. And it's just patiently modelling and yeah so encouraging thank you so much nick and sarah for giving you time to do this on what's a busy schedule anyway for ccyc and also for the love you show your church family it's a real blessing and thank you so much 
Um, one more thing. I think it's important <laughs> to note that we don't always get this right. Of course. We're yeah. Just, just like every else who's yeah, struggling with this. And I'll add my arm into that as well. It's, yeah. It's really hard work. Yeah, it it's is. hard for us individually, yeah. each of us individually, yeah. to have this desire. Yeah. But to uh, model it to our kids, it's yeah. it's always going to be. Uh, there'll always be ups and downs. Definitely. Just don't be discouraged. Don't be just yeah. Be just encouraged. Keep going. And yeah, yeah, keep going. So thank you. Great. Mm-hmm.